everyone. Welcome to the Legacy Cafe podcast with your host, Rob Lucy, author of the book, How Will You Be Remembered? The Definitive Guide to Creating and Sharing Your Life Story. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and find yourself a seat in the Legacy Cafe. Here's Rob. Thanks, Kathy. Yes, it's Rob Lucy. Hello, everybody. You know, the financial industry, when I got into this legacy game, I had a number of financial people say to me that the word legacy has been stolen by the money industry. And I agree agree to that. It's much bigger than that. Legacy isn't just money sent down to the generations and sometimes causing, well, not the good that was intended. So today we're going to talk about a proactive plan to create and leave a a lasting legacy when you are an individual or a family or a business Jeff Rogers is the founder and chairman of Stewardship Legacy Coaching in Okoe, Florida, a dot in the map I've never been to. And he's got a program called Create a Thriving Family Legacy, How to Share Your Wisdom and Wealth with Your Children and Grandchildren. Hi there, Jeff. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me on uh, your podcast today on Legacy Cafe. And Hi to all your listeners. This is a big area. So let's, let's, we had three audiences there, an individual, a family, and a business. I'm going to go to the middle and the family. You've probably run into families that the dynamics are a little bit different. Is this a tough conversation to deal with what we do with our, our wealth to create some good? Is it a tough conversation or a joyful conversation or a bit of both? Yeah, it absolutely can be a bit of both, and that depends on the family to a great degree, you know, how functional or, for that matter, dysfunctional they are, but um, one of the, the key things that we've seen is that a lot of times people focus uh, too much on just the wealth transfer aspects. And so one of the unique things that we do, Rob, is we help them to think through not only the wealth transfer aspects, but the wisdom transfer aspects and how to help make sure their children and grandchildren are properly prepared to be you know, wise recipients of that wealth so that it's a blessing to them and not a curse, so that it ends up helping them and not harming them. How do you pass wisdom down? That's a toughie. First of all, we we use wisdom in that context uh, in a holistic way to literally talk about wisdom and life lessons, but also things like family values, virtues and character, even your faith, uh, passing those things down. So when we use wisdom transfer, we're using it kind of in that holistic uh, manner, but there, yeah, there are numerous things that can be done uh, and tools that can be used uh, to help transfer wisdom and family values and so forth down to children and grandchildren and future generations. We've talked about values before in the in the cafe, and that is sometimes when an individual is writing their legacy letter or um, getting in touch and knowing your values is real important. Do most families know what the heck their values are, and and how is that conversation um, taken over, and and how do you? pass those values to the kids again? First of all, I would say that the majority of uh, families, uh, we'll call them Gen 1, Generation 1 patriarchs, they they know intuitively what some of their values are, uh, but they don't, they've never thought about it deeply and they've never codified them. They've never uh, really thought through, you know, what are our values, what are the things our family stands for, and what are those values that we want to transfer down. So, so they, they have a feel about it intuitively, but to your point, Rob, they haven't put much thought into it and they haven't been intentional and proactive about how do we transfer those down to our children and grandchildren. Do you lead those discussions? Have you, you must, it must be pretty interesting to get people 
nodding and saying, yeah, we, we really have not discussed this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, when we talk about air preparation and, um, and uh, transferring these things down to children and grandchildren, we find that that resonates with people. They don't just want to pass on their money and their stuff. They want to do that. But, but they know that oftentimes um, money can be a curse, just like it can be a blessing. And um, so, so they want to make sure that they're well prepared. And so, yes, we do lead the conversations and, and ultimately uh, help families to craft a, uh, a family vision, mission, and core values, or sometimes we call them guiding principles uh, statements. And then um, not only to create them at, I'll call it the husband and wife level at generation one, but then also how to engage the children, grandchildren, sometimes, uh, you know, four, even four generations. Um, how do we uh, how do we then engage them in that process? But it all starts with uh, helping gen one to get clarity about vision for their family and then what are those core values that they want to pass on. Let's assume for a second the lights go on. So the lights go on on the tax side, which is pretty, pretty linear. I can understand how that could happen. You have to structure yourself so that all the money doesn't go to Uncle Sam. What about on the, the wisdom transfer, though? How do you, how do these families now pick the legacies they want to create? How do you help them down that road? Yeah. So first of all, it starts uh, by uh, by casting uh, the vision. You know, what what is the vision of what we want to accomplish for our family? And so we. Uh, walk them through a, a, a process we call it the stewardship legacy goals conversation where we look at five different areas of their legacy and we have a conversation it's actually a, a typically a three or four hour conversation where we ask them a series of questions related to these five areas of legacy and those five areas of legacy are your personal legacy what do you want that to look like as an individual second your family legacy, children, grandchildren, future generations. Uh, third is your financial legacy. Uh, uh, fourth, for business owners, is their business legacy. What do they want the legacy of their business to look like? And then the fifth area um, uh, is what we call uh, their philanthropic legacy. Or for those people that come from the Christian faith, we call it their kingdom legacy. What do they want to do that will uh, actually have an impact on eternity? If I can interrupt you just for a second, it could be the Christian kingdom legacy, but it also pertains to any other religion, I would imagine, too, whether Judaism or Islam or something. Everybody has a need to have a benefit to this on the plane we live now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, um, you know, for people that don't come from the Christian faith, we call it their philanthropic legacy because, you know, many people will have, uh, whether, whether they're religious or even non-religious, they will have causes that they care about. They want to do good for society, the betterment of mankind generally, um, and uh, and that, that would include whatever faith people may come from. And we have uh, people from you know all different faiths that that, uh, that interact, and people of no faith as well. Though Jeff, have you have you seen a moment in the room with the family there where somebody said, "Wow, we could do that," where they kind of do wake up to their wisdom and values and the ability to build something that is pretty meaningful for them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the exciting things is how this process can bring the generations together um, you know, and uh, get them unified around you know, common, common causes in some case or 
uh, things that they want to do, whether it's in their local community or even globally. Um, you know, for example, we, we've had uh, a number of families who, you know, um, one of the uh, tools that we use sometimes uh, when it's the right fit is uh, to have the family uh, go uh, on a uh, vision or mission trip to a third world country. And um, so uh, one of the purposes for that is to get uh, the children out of their context, out of their comfort zone of this cushy you know, American uh, Western culture and get them uh, to a place where they see uh, the needs of, of, uh, of a world that is hurting and suffering. And maybe they read about it in a book or saw something on TV, but they've never really experienced it. They've never really seen people who are starving or people who don't have clean water or you know, jobs to be able to make a living. And um, so uh, so we've, we've seen families where uh, the parents and the children go on this uh, trip uh, and it ends up um, being something that is transformational. They, they come back really realizing how blessed and how fortunate they are, how much they have, and um, it, can, uh, it can cause them to really become others-oriented instead of being so self-focused uh, and narcissistic in some cases in this uh, selfie world, and, um, and then uh, can, can actually rally the family in some cases around, hey, we want to we want to get involved. We want to roll up our sleeves. We want to not only donate money, but we want to use our leadership and influence, and get other families involved, uh, maybe our, our country club. Or we want to we want to have an impact on this village over in like Africa or Asia or, or South America or wherever. And so that that can be uh, uh, you know a transformational experience. I just want, I want to talk to you about now versus later because it is, if, if people have listened to the Legacy Cafe, one of my beliefs is that we have been taught that legacy is what you find out from your eulogist. And it's just a little darn late to, to leave it till then. What, what are your thoughts on, on creating the legacies, but creating them now so you can enjoy them now, so you can, you can see them happening, so those eyes do get a little bit wider. Give me your thoughts on doing it now when you have the resources and you can see the effect of it. Yeah, absolutely. We, we are passionate about what you just said, Rob. And the way we like to put it, um, the way I put it in my book, is that uh, a legacy is something that you live out now while you're alive. It's not something you leave behind after you die. Yes, it's that. But to your point, Rob, it's something that we need to really be living out now. And again, that has to do with, again, how we're living our lives. Are we living with intentionality? Are we looking at whether it's the needs of our family or the world around us or our community or whatever? And are we doing things now um, you know, using, uh, our, our, again, our time, our talents, our uh, uh, leadership relationships and influence? Are we investing in the lives of those around us um, and uh, being able to pass on the wisdom and life lessons values that we have to them. But then also even from a financial legacy perspective, to your point, uh, there's great opportunities to do our giving while we're living so that we're knowing where it's going. And, and like you said, we get to see the impact of it. And uh, so, yeah, there's significant opportunities there. And what we find is that sometimes uh, people struggle with the, uh, the, the questions of how much is enough. Uh, both for ourselves, do we have enough? Can we afford to really be that generous now? And so, part of uh, the wealth transfer aspect and the in, in the financial legacy is thinking through how much do we have, 
do we have sufficient uh, resources? And, uh, and, and what is that number, helping them to quantify that? And um, as my friend Ron Blue says, set a financial finish line where we're not just mindlessly, endlessly accumulating just to you know, build a bigger barn and a bigger pile of money that we're going to leave behind someday. But once, once we uh, have a, a level of financial freedom, which is what we try to help people to uh, get their hands around, uh, whether or not they're at that point, um, then they can become exceedingly generous uh, now while they're alive. So it's, it's both non-financial stuff that we can do to live out our legacy and, and be a blessing to others um, you know, in the, in the ways that we talked about, wisdom transfer and values transfer and so forth, and volunteering and serving, but also financially uh, giving now while we're living as well. And like you said, we get to see the, the benefit of that and how it's blessing others. You've alluded to it here, but you know, I could have, I can imagine somebody listening to you and I now. They, they may say to themselves, "Okay, that's all well and good, but you've got to be rich to go through this coaching stuff." I'm not rich. What do you say to them? Again, legacies are not all about the money. Hopefully, I've been clear about that. It's holistic. It's, you know, it's uh, five different areas of legacy. Financial is only one of them. And uh, when, when you look at some of the, uh, the people, uh, even historically, uh, with the, the biggest, uh, most significant legacies, they were not wealthy people. Uh, they, they were poor people. Um, and uh, sometimes uh, 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 insignificant in many ways uh, at, at one point, but they ended up uh, having great impact uh, on the world uh, and even on history. So um, I would say... Uh, Living out a legacy is more about what you do even than what you give in terms of uh, financially. Uh, the financial legacy, again, is just one component of a, of a holistic legacy. Well, there's a whole lot to think about. And uh, what comes to my mind is it's just the questions have to be asked. And once the questions are asked and clarity reigns, that can be pretty freeing, I think, for anybody with some resources to know they want to create a legacy and uh, and here's how to do it, and here's how to do it when you're here, and you can enjoy the darn thing. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Uh, we, we find most uh, people get energized uh, about um, this whole process of thinking it through and, uh, and then uh, being intentional to create uh, the kind of legacy, thriving legacy, we like to call it, that they really want to not only leave behind but live out, as you said uh, earlier, Rob. And not, not that there aren't, um, uh, you know, uh, a potential minefield of of, uh, of things that they could step on that will blow the process up. There certainly are, and that's why people need uh, a coach, a guide, so that uh, so that they're not out there on their own walking through the minefield of things that, in some cases, can blow up the family or the business. And uh, so, it it is important, uh, especially if people have significant wealth or complex assets like a business or complex family situations. Uh, blended families are one of the areas that uh, we, we've done a lot of work in because there's so many blended families now and you got his, you got hers, you got ours. And uh, you know, one of them brought a lot of the wealth into the marriage, the other one didn't. How do you navigate those things? Well, uh, they, ha they, have, they have to be navigated. And uh, the good news is it can be done in a way that is really uh, honoring to uh, all the parties involved and can be a blessing to everybody. Well, let's get all the people listening to the Legacy Cafe to take one step into that minefield. But you know what, Jeff? We need some help. Have you got something you can give our listeners that would um, 
make them aware of just the, the kind of questions and, uh, and knowledge that would be ben- beneficial for them if they are considering a legacy and they may have some resources to get her done. So here's some things that, that we have available, Rob, that I think would be a good start uh, for people. Number one, uh, we've got some uh, sample chapters uh, from the book that they can download for free, of course. They welcome to, to buy the book as well. We would love them to do that. It's on Amazon and most other places, but but uh, they can get a couple of free uh, sample chapters and begin reading through that, and I think they would be inspired by that um, process. And then we also have a legacy journal that, as you said, has some questions that they can think through and uh, talk through with their spouse, and it will absolutely get them started and uh, thinking through uh, these things. So we're happy to offer those to, uh, to your audience uh, uh, free of charge. So we have uh, an ebook that I wrote uh, last year uh, specifically for business owners uh, on the stewardship of their business legacy. And it addresses some of the issues that we talked about in today's podcast. Well, that's terrific. Those um, uh, downloads that uh, Jeff has kindly given us We'll put them up at LegacyCafe.org forward slash Jeff Rogers. Now, Jeff Rogers is J-E-F-F-R-O-G-E-R-S, no D. LegacyCafe.org forward slash J-E-F-F Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S. Jeff, thank you. There's a heck of a lot to talk about here, but I think we've probably filled our, the brains of, the, of everybody who's been listening. And uh, thank you so much for this. And um, Thanks for having me on your on the Legacy Cafe, Rob. You're welcome, Jeff. Thank you very much for joining us. Remember, go to LegacyCafe.org forward slash Jeff Rogers, J-E-F-F-R-O-G-E-R-S for these three downloads. Delightful to have all of you here. We'll see you again next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Legacy Cafe podcast. We have lots of great conversations coming your way. And by the way, if you want us to send you reminders that a new podcast is ready for you, go to LegacyCafe.org to subscribe. That's LegacyCafe.org. Have a great day and remember, the coffee and conversations are always hot at the Legacy Cafe.